Welcome to Causing the Effect, a podcast focused on the exploration of your mind, body, and spirit. Yo, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode, Causing the Effect. You know who I am, your wonderful, hilarious, charismatic host, Scott Cazoli. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Monday after Father's Day, happy Father's Day to all my pops out there, happy Father's Day to the future fathers, and um, you know, we're going to do a little different today, I haven't spoken into this by myself for a minute, so um, you know, I just want to say thank you guys so much for all the support, all the all the love, all the growth that we're going through, um, it's exciting, it's nerve-wracking, it is stressful, but this is what we signed up for, and um, you know, just big thank you to all the past guests that have joined me for the future guests, um, you know, this week on Thursday or Friday, we're going to have um, the good old fitness boys, Blake and Justin, shout out to them, uh, appreciate those dudes, and then we're going to have Raj for next week, so having like uh, the Hall of Famers come up here, and um, you know, this episode, question doing it solo, but I figured it's been a minute, and um, you know, Father's Day was uh, yesterday, and it's uh, it's not my favorite day, obviously, and uh, I figured today we're going to talk a little bit about fatherhood, being a father, you know, for, for the people who don't know my situation too well, did not grow up with a dad, uh, my father was not there, right, he was in the witness protection program, uh, had to kind of go away for a minute, and, you know, going through that, I would say left me with some holes, and uh, it's been, you know, I always just always thought, you know, growing up, uh, I was, I was good, you know, I didn't need a dad, um, I had a lot of great, you know, great, uh, kind of manly figures in my life, really good, good guys, but it does leave a mark, right, and that's something I'm kind of coming to a realization, so we're going to start a little bit, of, this is going to be really focused on the psychology of it, focused with how to be a better, better dad, and, you know, I'm not a father, but I do consider myself, the um, big brother, or at least father figure to some young boys out there, so I know, what the fuck do I know, but uh, let's go through it a little bit, so, you know, the human psyche contains uh, many preformed ideas and behavioral responses inherited from the the ancestry of our human species, right, so the, the, the father archetype, the wise king, is the a primordial force in us, right, it's within all of us. The father plays uh, a role model and an authoritative presence, right? So really the goal of the father is to reaffirm the good behavior in the children as well as curbing the bad behavior, right? The point of the father figure is to teach obedience not only to family but to society. So the father's acting truly as a bridge for the child to society. And listen, I'm not saying... Um, a mother can't do this. I'm talking more of the the you know feminine and and uh, masculine tendency. So I'm sure a mother could do this. Um, and I did you know Carl Jung said on and all this information. I'm going to pull a little bit from Carl Jung, a little bit from Freud, a little bit from um, Jordan Peterson, a little bit from Timothy Stevens. So a lot of different pieces here, but a lot of great psychologists, some of my favorites. And you know Jung said the personal father. Uh, inevitably embodies the archetype, which is what endows this figure with with its fascinating power. The archetype acts as an amplifier, enhancing beyond measure the effects that proceed from the father. 
so far as these conform to the inherited pattern. What the hell does that mean, right? What this is saying is, is this archetype has some sort of, not magical power to it. it it's really connected. It's similar to uh, the way we look at heroes, right? And, and I feel that the, the, the worshiping of heroes or that, that archetype of, you know, who we try to be does derive from the father archetype. These are things that are inherently in us, right? So um, the, the point, what the father is here to do is to give you a conscious independence and self-reliance within yourself. And this goes for, for boys um, and girls, right? The father is also involved in necessarily, um, really, it's a, it's a key component of this, restricting the freedom of, uh, of children, right? So, you know, it's something I, that kind of hit me hard because not having kind of that father figure, I did not have any restrictions. Um, I would say, you know, my mother tried, but you know, it's hard to kind of tame me or my sister. Right. So, um, I kind of appreciate, I think that's a, the good part of not having that father figure. It's like kind of make more mistakes, but you do end up um, kind of realizing where the boundaries lie of what's good, what's bad. And, you know, the, the interesting thing about this is, you know, understanding this archetype really allows us to trace, like, I feel like it allowed me to trace that instinctual nature I had, allowing me to understand what psychological differences lead to positive outcomes on that individual level, right? Really understanding what's right, what's wrong, um, you know, all that kind of good stuff. You know, Anthony Stevens said, there's another favorite psychologist of mine, uh, Carl Jung believed that the father's presence was crucial if the boy was to actualize in consciousness and in behavior his own masculine potential. Lack of a father makes this transition hard and sometimes impossible to achieve. One of my favorites, you know, that's, um, you know, I think that's something that I never realized and I always tried to kind of push off. You know, you have these other fundamental father figures in your life, but having that, that father, right, the, the role of the father, and this goes for people that are, you know, maybe you're a new father, maybe you're still figuring it out. Um, this is something inherent in me that I think I try to give to people because I never had it, right? The fundamental role of the father, again, is protection, right? That encouragement, right? The, the mother is calm. Now, I don't want to, mother, father, don't don't get all tied up in that. It's the, the, the yin and the yang, right? You need to have both these. You need to have somebody, like the father could have feminine features and the mother could have masculine features. But when I say that, that the masculine side of things is that encouragement. So the, let's say the yin is safety. You have to find that balance, right? Of nourishing balance. And then the other side, um, encouragement, you know, the masculine side of things, the fathers are there to push your development, right? Fathers, um, foster that development through, you know, gently pushing, um, you know, gently pushing the, the boundaries for you to know what your true limits are, right? Your limits are supposed to be tested, right? That excitement, um, when kids are, you know, physically playing or they're, you know, just kind of growing up that you want to push that, that edge of excitement. Cause right there on that little edge is, is, um, just past that is fear, right? And that's kind of where, 
your understanding where it is. And this, I think, um, you know, in my searches as far as sexuality goes and pushing that piece, that also helps you develop that side with women. And that's something I would say I was lacking in my, you know, younger, younger days. Now we kind of figured it out on our own, but you're kind of figuring out what is acceptable. What is not, you know, that, that piece is saying you could, you know, with the, the archetype father, that wise king supposed to say, you could handle this kid, right? You can handle this. And that's something I would say I was lacking. Uh, self-confidence, self-worth, you still kind of work through that. But, um, you know, now looking at the the data of this, being fatherless um, puts you a step behind, right? Usually some some kids, um, you know, again, this is something I was always against. I was always like, oh, no, it's cool. No, it's cool. You know, being fatherless, you know, you're kind of starting off a little bit behind, but um, the, the, the analysis show that the two-parent, having two parents in the father, in the, um, in the household, much easier for the kid. And honestly, you know, people who lose their mother seem to have, um, it's actually more devastating. So, and I feel that way too. If I lost my mother, I would not be able to deal with that. The father, you know, not having one, it's easier for you to come out of it, but still, it's still the second worst thing, right? So that the father, you know, and this is to my dads out there, the role is to let your child know you can make it and you're capable to be that person that you're meant to be in this world, right? It is very difficult to become a courageous person without your father. Uh, you know, I think looking at it from kind of a metaphysical standpoint, it, you know, um, growing up without a dad, it kind of felt as if the uh, the spirit of civilization uh, uh, humanity leaves you kind of outside of the walls of, of actually having a purpose or mattering at all. And again, this, these are things that manifested in my um, teens and my twenties. Oh, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I don't matter. I don't matter. Um, and you know, that balance that the father brings is supposed to be that encouragement and, you know, being able to impose the highest standards on your child. You know, it's judging, but I would call it more of a, um, of a loving judgment, you know, and we see this, um, that, that other side of it become even more, uh, you know, I'm lucky enough to my dad, when he saw me or when he would, uh, would hear about what I'm doing was always encouraging, but I I could see, you know, some fathers devouring their sons and becoming jealous of you know, their potential outcomes or jealous of their opportunities that they were given or the love that they're receiving. So, you know, I'm still grateful for everything I kind of went through, but you know, the, the point, and I think this is probably a reason why I resent my father and have such strong negative feelings is, you know, and I, if you're going to listen to anything, listen to this piece. Um, you got to encourage your child to pursue the highest level of good, right? You got to teach them to sacrifice <laughs> the pleasures and that nonsense for the, the greater good, right? You don't want your kid to want what you want, right? You want them to want what's best for them in this world, right? So, you know, for example, my dad was a big gambler, still is. And, uh, you know, teaching your your child to, to gamble large amounts of money and uh, there was no... There was no coincidence, right, with my dad. It was there was no 
oh, you shouldn't be doing that. It was like, you literally should be gambling more because then you get better numbers and the casinos give you, it's just fucking bullshit. So that's, um, you know, it's, uh, it's sad. And this is why, you know, the, the analysis also show fatherless boys generally try to, you know, figure that out in their friends, right? Um, I think I always saw myself doing, that's why I take my male relationships so heavy. But even on the other side of it, um, this is why you end up seeing a lot of fatherless boys join gangs, trying to kind of fill that, that man, that, that, that heavy patriarchal feeling with, you know, these, these other things, right? Um, and I think it's important for fathers to realize once you have those children, you know, it, it's not about you, right? And then Young said, uh, one of the biggest, you know, the, 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 the point of of the father is to forward you your true potential and your learning as a new identity, right? And keep slowly, slowly pushing. Because that's the interesting thing about um, you know transforming yourself, right? And this, I don't think this has anything to do with father, but this is something I was looking at. Uh, Young has a um, a theory called retrogressive uh, restoration of your persona. And this is something I feel myself going through. It's like when you take a leap forward, right? And you kind of transform a little bit to become who you're meant to be. That you're fundamentally changed at that point, right? Once you hear something or change something or realize something, you're done, right? There's that new version of yourself, whether you see it or not. And what happens is you you kind of innately end up going back to your... um, your old identity. And not that I see myself doing that, but I see pieces of it. Um, but that doesn't work, right? It's kind of just the easier way. This is why people get back with their exes. This is why, um, you know, people go back to their old jobs. It doesn't work, right? You've changed. You're, you're a, a complete brand new version of yourself, right? Um, that really nothing to do with it, but I just wanted to share that piece with you. And, you know, the uh, I'll end this with, you know, there's a lot of archetypes that I always... I always just find very interesting, right? So I'm going to read the last quote here, and we'll just kind of talk about it a little bit here from Anthony Stevens. Again, check him out. Um, in myth, legend, and dreams, the father archetype personifies as the elder, the king, the father in heaven. As lawgiver, he speaks with the voice of collective authority and is the living embodiment of the Logos principle. His word is law. As defender of the faith and of the realm, he is the guardian of the status quo and bastion against all enemies. His attributes are activity and penetration, differentiation and judgment and destruction. His symbols are heaven and the sun, lightning and wind, the phallus and your weapon. Heaven symbolizes the spiritual aspirations of the masculine principle of which the father is the primal carrier. But in nearly all religions and mythologies, heaven is by no means the realm of universal good. It is also the origin of natural disasters and human catastrophes, the seat from which the Godhead passes judgment and from which he punishes with thunderbolts and rewards with boons. It is the throne room of the primordial patriarch where he freely exercises his powers of life and death over his wives and children. Woo, that is uh, that is heavy stuff here. You guys maybe think, what the hell did that mean, Scott? I think just that that, that piece there is that you know, there is um, massive, massive impact of that father, whether he's in your life 
or not. And it could go one way towards the, the good or one way towards the bad. And that comes back to, you know, that duality piece and, and what you make of the time. And I think um, it's just heavy stuff, man. It's heavy stuff. And I think if you're a father, um, just try to give your son the the model of what it looks like to be the highest version of themselves and everything should work out. Be encouraging, be lawful. Um, and I'm going to try to do that for all the people I meet in my life, whether you're young or old. I feel like that's that one hit me because I do feel like I try to embody that in a, um, in a different way. So I uh, really appreciate you guys' time on this one. This one was tough for me, so I appreciate you listening. Uh, we're going to come back to, um, you know, the interview style next week for the next couple ones. Uh, but I do enjoy doing this. So thank you guys so much for the support. Um, please tell your friends about it. Leave a like, review, subscribe. All my all the guys out there that are fatherless or feeling a little lonely, feel free to um, email me. We'll talk about it. Causing the effect podcast at gmail.com. As always, stay safe, stay positive, stay blessed. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.